ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Love your radio. Love your music. This is the best thing on your radio. My one and only. Arabi Greek Radio Network. Vancouver. Hello. My name is Dora Papuzaki. Falto terma, falto terma, falto terma, saga pausena. Welcome, everybody, to another week with Dora Pabutsakis, George Vasilas, and Nico Pabutsakis. George, I love your, I like how it says Zords. Zords. Your Zoom, your Zoom says Zords. Yes, T Z O R T Z, Zords. Welcome, Zords. To a very Thank special you. episode of the Dora Pabuzaki show. Yes, absolutely. Our listeners have been anticipating what we're going to be bringing to them this week. It's been all under wraps. It has been. And I got to tell you, I got another message from our fantastic listener in Toronto, Matthew, who once again says, love listening to the show. You are too funny. You are the best of the three. Thank you so much for being so amazing. Here you go, all that. That's that's her sending that. Oh my so. God, that's so funny because I got a message from Matthew today too. And it really? doesn't seem to say that, George. <laughs> I tell you she thinks I'm the best. Come on, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this is quite funny. Let me see if I can pull it up. Well, Just I can tell you. Matt- to the show and George is such a little, little funny devil. Yes, I, t- I reached out to to him but there's no truth that the star of the show is george let him keep dreaming i got a message i got a message from matthew it said i think your show contains too many people as as much as i love you as much as i love you and i think you should do your own show but maybe it should just stick back to dora and george and you should go and rest and relax and not be on the show Sign Matthew. So. First of all, you're not even looking at your phone. I memorized it. Making was. it up. It was a chat GPI note. <laughs> yeah. George, I'd appreciate it if you'd stop saying lies from my friend Matthew, okay? My friend Matthew. I think she clearly she clearly has denounced you guys. And you know, look, she's trying to get Nico off the show and she's telling you lies. You know, so I don't know. Matthew, I got you, girl. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> anyways, okay. Uh, we have a great show planned, everybody, today. The majority of our show is going to be dedicated to an, a wonderful interview with the president of the Hellenic community of Vancouver, a gentleman who needs no introduction, but we'll introduce him anyways. George? needs no introduction. Absolutely. So the president of the community will be Alex G. Tukumas. Um, There's been a lot of changes. I think anybody who's gone to the community lately has seen some changes, some physical changes to the hall. Um, and so we're seeing, I guess, some sprucing up and some changes to the community. Obviously, we want to talk to them about what else is coming, what's changed, how everything is coming along. There's been a long um, 
there was a lot of debate about development and refurbishing and securing the future of the community. So we're going to try to ask him as many possible questions along those lines just to see where we are. And look, I think everyone is concerned and worried about the future of the Greek community, not only in, in Vancouver, but in BC. So love to see what's the plan moving forward to securing that future. Yeah. yeah, and you know, this afternoon we're going to throw onto social media a uh, anonymous question answer. Please, what questions would you like us to? A- well, you're this can be after the fact, but yes. if you follow us on social media, you will have seen that on Thursday evening we threw up there. What questions do you have for the president of the community? And we will ask we will ask those hard hitting questions anonymously. So don't worry, we're not going to say your name. We will ask them for you and take the brunt of the answer. So, yeah, no, I'm looking forward. To, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing those questions. And, and <laughs> I like you know me. I like to change subjects. Just FYI, <laughs> no kidding. What? So, Halloween just passed. Yes, yeah. we, we had a lot of people in my office dress up, and guess who won the so bad it's good award? I so would say you. Yes. Nico, Nico, oh, you little cutie. I took took the prizes holier than thou, the man of cloth, proving that sometimes the best costumes are the one that makes us laugh the hardest. And how that relates to Alex, Alex was telling us or telling a story about where someone was trying to encourage him to be a priest. Well, I was (laughs) a priest on Halloween and it feels so good. People were coming and lining up for confession. Bending down, getting uh, receiving holy water. Jeez, Louise. It, yeah, and and so on. And I love <laughs> and that. And this was in the workplace. Okay, so in about ten days, the harassment complaint will have arrived from HR, and we will be dealing with other things. Well, those are going to be for the people that need to be saved. <laughs> they will be damned. <laughs> Speaking of Halloween, um, George and I had a fun uh, interaction on Facebook when I posted something and I said, this is a good topic for the show. (laughs) So, so here I am, uh, Tuesday night, Halloween, kids are too old to go trick or treating. So I'm, I, I was actually really excited this year. I decorated the front door to make sure the kids knew that we were like a cool house. I went to Costco. I got the full-size chocolate bars. I was ready. I adored the gasping faces as they opened the door and they saw the full-size chocolate bars and they were like, (gasps) just made me feel really nice. Then I started noticing something. So as I lay on my couch waiting for the next set to arrive, I would notice that an SUV would pull up and park right here in front of my front door. And I thought to myself, oh, I wonder who that is. At one point, I think the first one, George, I thought it was you. Because I was like, oh, George and Tula brought Nikolaiki around. Like, I just couldn't understand why there were people parking in front of my house. Until I realized this new trend of parents driving their kids around. Parking, letting the kids, so let the kids out. The kids ran up to the door, got their candy, and then got back into the car. And proceeded to drive to the next house that looked like it was accepting trick or treaters. I was in shock. I was actually in shock. And these are two things. I mean, what I saw it also, I was in Delta and with Nutra's cousin's house. And it was like, I asked the mother, what are you doing? Why are you going by car? Oh, she goes, oh, it's too cold. It's, it's plus 12. 
You asked one of the people in the car. Yeah. Oh, good. They said it was too cold. Yeah. Why are you driving from house to house? She goes, it's too cold for them to walk. You don't live in the Yukon. Calm down. Well, well, and also, Dora, it wasn't just the kids getting out of the car. It was the nannies getting out to grab the candy for the kids. No, 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 no. That, we haven't gone that far yet. It was Consuela? Consuela. It was not. It was so weird. I was so, I was so shocked and just not impressed at all because the whole point of it. And you know what? Maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's like. Maybe it's people that don't understand the culture behind Halloween because we do have a lot of immigrants in our city. And, and um, you know, maybe they just don't get it, that this is something that you get together with your family members. If you don't have family, if you don't have cousins, you get together with your school friends uh, who all live in the same neighborhood. Right. And you walk the streets together and the parents usually have a flask or a mug of something delicious I don't know, my, my, my wife and her cousin were just drinking a full bottle of wine there while they're walking I'm like, exactly that's how you stay warm that's how you stay warm exactly and you know the whole point is just walking with your friends and and it wasn't raining it was a beautiful no, night beautiful it wasn't cold at all it was no. a beautiful night i just i was so shocked over the laziness of the parents this has nothing to do with the kids the laziness of the parents who didn't want to walk around well said. Well said. Break time, and then we're going to come back with our guest of honor. Who? I'm I'm coming back. Yes, you are, sir. Matthew has you were requested quitting. send me a note. Matthew <laughs> says you're coming back. She's he's a permanent staple. He's Matthew, <laughs> Matthew, please please send a message directly to George and Dora and tell them that three is a crowd, <laughs> and I have other things to do, and that I'm not funny, and actually you cringe when you hear my voice, and you'll stop listening. Please, please, yeah. thank you. I don't think so. Pamela Kuzme, Triada Sarada, Melisa's number one song again Ali. this week. And uh, some other fun, fun songs. Pamela, and we will be back with Alex G. Takumis. Καλώς ήρθατε στο πιο φαντασμαγωνικό show του πλανήτη. Απόψε μαζί μας έχουμε ένα πρωτοεμφανιζόμενο συγκρότημα το οποίο θα μας παρουσιάσει το καινούργιο τραγούδι με τίτλο 3040. Μείνετε συντονισμένοι μέχρι το τέλος γιατί σας περιμένουν πολλές πολλές εκπλήξεις. Πάμε όμως να υποδεχτούμε τις Μέλισσες! Oh, 
τα σωστά Με στο μυαλό μου τα κουτιά Σε δυο λεπτά αλλάξες κάθε συμμετρία Show on Agape Greek Radio, and I'm so pleased Are you? to have with me Alex G. Tsukumis, AGT. That's me. President of the Hellenic Community of Vancouver. Hi. Hi. Welcome Good to back. see you. Hi, George. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, can you get a little bit closer? Because, well, even though I just want to hear Alex's voice, Why? I don't really care about the other two, but uh, you're a little bit faint, Dora, which I've Okay. Never been able to. Just like this. How was ever since Dora's faint? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Okay, good. Just is that bad, or should I start again? No, that's good. That's good. That's some fun interludes. All right. Well, now that we nothing but fun interludes. Now that we have yeah. that all straightened out, uh, welcoming Alex back to the show here, and uh, yeah, we're going to have a great interview. Our interviews, Alex, are very informal. Like a fun conversation over wine. There's there's supposed to be wine. We're just gonna pretend. <laughs> there's supposed to be wine. Your husband might be drinking. There's no wine in this office. There's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, we're so pleased to have you, Alex, on the show. Um, you know, let's start from the beginning. You know, we're gonna talk about the community and your mm-hmm. involvement and your work with the community so far. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a big job. What what made you want to step into the world of community politics? 
I've asked myself that about a hundred times since last December. Um, you know, uh, I was born and raised in this community. Uh, I was in Sunday school. I was an altar boy. No jokes. Um, I did Greek school. I was on various youth committees through the years. Uh, I was uh, on a happen. Uh, I worked uh, fairly hard when I was a lot younger um, to help the community along. Of course, my uh, my father and two uncles have been president of the community. And uh, so our family has had a long standing uh, relationship with the Hwanek community of Vancouver and with other communities. My dad is one of the founders of the East uh, Greek community of East Vancouver. Uh, uh, you know, we've been significant donors to the Surrey community. Um, I've uh, significantly donated, obviously, to this community, but also to communities in the United States and in states that we, we invest in. So, um Taking all that into consideration, and then um, my objection, I guess, uh, half a decade ago now, it, it seems like it was yesterday, to a uh, development proposal that was that was put forward. Um, and, and without getting into the sort of internecine warfare that took place at the time, I just felt that the community needed a, a, a direction that it hadn't had for over a quarter century. And, and that means that it, it, it needed to change organizationally, administratively, and we needed to stop going out and just fundraising, but friend raising as well. And it doesn't matter whether you're running into somebody in the hallway or in the, in the community center, or whether it's somebody during church or after church, you know, welcoming them again, shaking their hand and saying, you know, you have nothing to fear here. We're, we're, you know, no one is going to, you know, dramatically change anything. The church is not in jeopardy. The community is not in jeopardy. We have lots of opportunity to make, um, to use various profit centers and, 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 uh, and make some money for the community such that you're, you're not having to worry about the bottom line moving forward. And I think in one year we've uh, we've proven that uh, the previous board had some challenges with the pandemic, and uh, I think there were two very uh, entrenched sides to that board, um, and then there was an element of well we don't want to upset anybody, so let's not talk about the difficult issues. And that's not a criticism. I may have been in that camp when, uh, if I was on that board, I, I wasn't. And I, and nobody will know, um, you know, these ifs and then retrospectives. You never really know if, uh, if how you would react uh, given various circumstances. So I guess in a long winded way, I, I just felt that rather than to be a critic and say, this is what I would do. I would step up and say, this is what I'm doing. And this is what I'm doing with a group of people who, you know, the board is largely united. You're always going to have one or two people that are going to say, I'm not buying into this program uh, or I'm not buying into this plan. And that's fine. Um, 
but what are you buying into? Yeah. I mean, the community needs, I, I don't think people recognize just how much in jeopardy and how quickly the community could get if we went backwards and started talking about building various things and 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 not have a plan. And that was my biggest objection back then, and it's it continues to be my objection now. Um, what is our plan moving forward five years down the road? Um, we don't have a business plan. If you go to, if you go to, to Aura, Aura, or any, any kind of written vision, if you go to, uh, the Jewish, uh, community, for example, and you ask them what their plan is five years down the road, they probably give you a document that's this thick. Yeah. Um, and I've worked with them before in the past and, uh, you know, the Italian community, the Croatian community, the Irish community, um, the Portuguese community, the Filipino community has uh, 25,000 and a half people in the lower mainland. We have about 25,000 people throughout BC. And uh, we don't have a plan for moving forward. And they do. Uh, they, they just received $15 million from the provincial government and will probably get a, uh, a matching grant from the federal government. And that's why when I brought the premier to the, to the gold plate recently, uh, some people were, were shocked because I'm a very well-known member of the conservative party. I have been since I was a kid. Um, when you could still get a membership when you were, when you were 12 or 13, I was a youth member and, um, David has been, uh, the premier has been an NDP his whole life, but we intensely like each other. He's a super good guy. And I know that, you know, when I brought him there, there were people booing and, and some people, uh, but most people were, were quite pleased. We've never had a premier attend the gold play before. Um, or attend an event so enthusiastically. Um, and, and, you know, when I met with, with David earlier in the year and I said to him, I said, what's wrong with us? Why are we not? You know, the, the Jewish community got $50 million. Well, they're significantly further along and they've got people that can write checks for $50 million. Um, we've got, you know, one or two as well, but we can't get a thousand bucks sometimes right because when 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 members of the haunted community see these these arguments happening uh they're scared to give money they say to themselves well if we end up in court again are we going to end up having to use those those donor funds to 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 help us so uh, you know the community is not exactly in the position that i'd like it to be uh i've still got a year left until the next election. Uh, I haven't decided whether I'm going to run again. Uh, as you can see from being in here, I, I've got a lot of work. And uh, thankfully, I've got a really good team, a couple of young uh, Greek kids, a couple of my kids are, are peripherally involved. They're quite young still, but I've got a very good leadership team here. And we're very, very busy at Trigate, both in Canada and in the US. So um, I'm hoping I can dedicate more time to the community, but we'll see. Well, we definitely touched on a few things that we want to, 
you know, get a little deeper with you. So, George, do you have anything you yeah. want to add? You answered one of the questions I had, which is regarding the five-year plan. And, and that's on my list here of questions. And, and thank you for the transparency around that by saying it's not there yet and we're hoping to get there. But can you give us a peek inside or peek behind the curtains in terms of how is, the, how is for anybody who hasn't attended the recent AGM, what's the financial status of the other community? Where are we? What's our, what's our balance sheet looking like? We're in exceptional shape. The gold plate was the most successful gold plate in the history of the community. We recently had a concert where we um, uh, did exceptionally well as well. Um, I've donated significantly to the community this year. Um, so uh, without giving you a, an exact number, um, uh, gross, I think we took in uh, almost a quarter of a million dollars uh, in the last uh, 60 days. Um, so it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, now the net is being worked out by the accountants, so I don't get accused of, sure. you know, wanting to 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 make events look better than they are. Because in this community, you always have to worry about that. Um, so uh, so I'm waiting for that to get get back to me, and then. Uh, the treasurer and I will uh, sit down and go over that. And we've got a call for an annual general meeting anyway to to give members a, a report on where we're at. Um, in terms of the five-year plan, I would continue doing what we're doing thus far. The biggest problem with the Hellenic community of Vancouver is the same problem that Surrey's having, even though they're younger, the same problem that the uh, Orthodox Greek Orthodox community of East Vancouver is having, even though they're younger. We're losing a disproportionate number of people at the top and at the bottom, meaning uh, people are getting older and naturally, unfortunately, dying. And then you've got young people that are not as engaged as, as they could be. And the number one reason for that is they see these constant conflicts and they hate it and they go to annual general meetings previously and and they they see all this madness and they say to themselves you know someone's being stopped from coming into the community center because they won't sign a document about covid well that wasn't happening in any other community and it happened in ours um it might have been best intention there there might have been a best intention there but that's not the way it was it was viewed. So young people don't like that. They issue uh, that kind of nastiness. Um, they also feel a little betrayed. They were promised a an Arbutus club. Well, anybody who knows anything about building anything or assembling anything or real estate in general knows that promising to build an Arbutus Club facility at the Hellenic Community Center is, it's just horse manure. You cannot, uh, for, for lack of using a more raw term, um, you just can't do it. Um, it's not feasible. And and they heard that from other people, and they remember that. At least that's what they're telling me. And they're upset. They feel they feel betrayed by that as well. Um, 
you, you have to take into consideration when when again this this proposal was taking place uh back in 2016 2017 uh you know there was a there was a nastiness to the discussion and and what I tried to do in the last annual general meeting, we 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 were through in 91 minutes, including questions, including a little bit of fun, uh, which happened. You never planned for it. Um, and and th- there's an efficiency that they want, even the ones that don't go to you know get a formal education and they've got jobs and they're they're doing the best that they can. They say to themselves. Why am I coming to my community to listen to these older people argue? And they don't like that. They're a lot of the younger generations are solutions driven. And so when they're promised something and it's not delivered, when they're told something and it's not true, they end up saying to themselves, you know, why am I here? Yeah, for sure. What am I getting out of this? Agreed. And, and that's, that's a tough, that's a tough slog. Hey, Alex, are we going to see any, is there in the five-year plan, maybe 10 year of relooking at the potential of the lands that sit, that the church and the community sit on for the potential development that's going to benefit us as members? Yeah, for for sure we would. And, and, uh, you know, the government has, I, I've, talk to the premier about it and and i've got uh a couple of people that have spoken to the federal government as well there's lots of grant money there's millions and millions of dollars in grant money and there's an opportunity to uh tap into that money but you have to have relationships with these people you've got to be professional about it you've got to you've got to stick to your word um there has to be a reputation attached to it and uh i think that in the fullness of time what you'll see is that the two houses on arbutus are probably our best bet for uh doing maybe a rental building um and you know here's one example i used to sit on the board of saint barbara's uh which i really enjoyed they're just lovely people the ones that live there and uh, the board is a is a solid board. Um, I always thought about moving St. Barb's to our building as part of a a um, uh, low yeah sort of a, the lower income or or you know entry market level, uh, and then having the other part of the building or splitting the building in two and having the other part sort of market rental. Um, we've run some numbers with, I've done it with, with a, a couple of colleagues um, out of this office on our time and our dollar. Um, and you're probably looking at a proposal that could net the community, depending on how many units you get anywhere between half a million and a million dollars a year. A year. And you know yeah. what, Alex? It's more than just for me, monetary. It's not money only. No, it's no, to no. Pay, It's to also put these Greek older generation together in the similar location so they can play their tavli. They can, yeah. because that's, you know what? Loneliness is a big killer. 
and getting like people together. They're going to pass their time. And it's more than that. We can have them all in one location would be great. And also focusing on the youth, of course, but the seniors are very important. Well, it's, it's not just that, but you know, uh, and I'm glad you said that, but and we're planning on doing this uh, perhaps before the AGM, but maybe after it uh, during the Christmas holidays, uh, getting uh, a a series of fora together or one forum where we have just youth and their parents come and tell us what they want. Even if it's, I don't know, what do you think? And we just do a throw around of ideas. That didn't happen before. And that was one of my biggest objections. At a time when there was this this huge heat about what we could build and what we could do and what we could what we could establish, um, there were out of uh, eleven hundred and eighty members at one point in in twenty seventeen. Um, there were uh, thirty eight young people that were members between twenty and thirty. And when I mentioned that at a at a, a meeting, uh, one of the proponents of this development stood up, "Oh, you're a liar!" Um, uh, and and they used that epithet a few times. Unfortunately, you can you can say someone's lied or you think they've lied, but when you call them a liar, that's actionable. So you shouldn't do it. But uh, and and I made my position clear uh, about that. I I sent two of them letters from my lawyer. Um, but, but what I don't understand is no plan, long-term plan, uh, a minority of the community, uh, invested between 20 and 30 years old. And we've got a lot of bright young kids, you know, not necessarily in university, but working hard and trying to, you know, I've got three kids, two of them are, are, are pursuing higher academia. Uh, one of them uh, works from morning to night. And, and I admire all of them for, for, for that initiative, because this is what they want to do. Never pushed my kids to do anything. But when, when as a community, we can only attract 38 young people during the most hotly contested issue in its history, there's a message there. And the message isn't just to me. The message is to all of us. It wasn't working. And when it doesn't work, you're not doing it for me. I don't need a condo. I've got lots of them. I don't need a, a house. I, I have enough. I, I'm working for my children. And as president, I feel like I'm working for the future of the community along with my board. We want we want I'm to see Hellenic community beyond that building for generations and not losing it. Yeah, of course we do. So I just want to jump in. Um, I'm finding it hard to between the two of you, but that's okay. Oh, Dora, I, love, you're still, I love the banter. Dora, you're still here with George? I am. So we, George and I are here, believe it or not. I know. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought you'd, I thought you'd left the building. <laughs> I wanted, you know, we're touching, you know, it's really funny, Alex. I could tell that you have been interviewed many times because I don't even have to ask the questions that I have to ask because you've 
probably answered half of them already, which is great. Being a good interview subject, and I'm not saying I am, but let people decide. But when you've asked enough questions, yeah, and I had some, you know, when I was in radio, I had some very tough interviews. I had people that were sexually assaulted sitting in front of me crying and you know you're a human being you end up crying with them of course i had uh you know all sorts of politicians peter ladner gregor robertson brian mulrooney uh all sorts of people that i interviewed and and i always tried to do a a personal touch you know brian mulrooney was a prime minister gregor robertson was our mayor peter ladner was uh, a counselor but when you talk about personal issues, I actually had Peter and Gregor in the room together. Mm. And both uh, bicycle riders, both sons of lawyers who didn't become lawyers, uh, both uh, huge environmentalists, both. And yet one was running for the NPA and one was running right. for vision. So what separates you? Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, um, okay, let's get back to our topic here. So we've talked a little bit about the youth and the youth groups and, you know, your, your, the struggles that we've all had, we've always had after our generation sort of, uh, came out of the community. There's a lot of, there's always been a lot of talk in the last decade or more that it's a, it's a building. It's not a community. It's just a building. It's not a community. There's no, there's no longer a sense of community that when we had in, we walked in and we felt like this is our place. We belonged here, uh, that the youth doesn't feel that. And to also uh, follow up on something you said when we first started about friend raising, um, how will you, or, or do you propose to have people get away from the what's in it for me factor? Because also Kenane, the truth is, Metuseliness, is that when they pay their annual membership and there's nothing in return, many of us just pay it because we want to support, regardless of if I'm getting, right. if my kids are getting a youth group out of it or not. But what do you say to the people who are like, there's nothing in it for me? Why should I pay my membership? Um, you know, you have to have pride in 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 your community. Think about the journey that all of our parents had uh, coming here. Um, uh, I, uh, I I I look at some of the extraordinary stories that um, uh, that that uh, you know people have. Is that good? Yeah, we're good. Are we having a technical? We're we're good. Just a technical. There, there are things coming up all over the place on various screens, and the the microphones being adjusted. I'm thinking to myself. I'm thinking to myself. I'm doing something wrong here. I should just stop. You know. Anyway, so uh, so you look at the journey that a lot of these people that have been uh, have been have committed to to get to this country, uh, poor. Um, no, no language, no real, um, significant support. And, you know, the first thing that we tried to do was, uh, think about the Hellenic Community Center as, uh, the, the second center other than the church. 
So we had the church power washed. We did all sorts of things to the physical plant. We 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 provided more support to the priest. We made some changes. There were donations that hadn't yet been um, uh, used for various things in the church. So we 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 we've moved on those. We've tried to provide a sense of pride uh, to people and for people to come back. And, you know, there's an element of kindness to everything that that uh, our board does. And I'm so proud of all of them. I, I, you know, I talk about it and it makes me emotional because uh, there there are so many new people on this board and they are so committed to having a better community. Um, And 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 how how are are we a better community? when we actually extend our hand, it's not because we want a donation. It's because we mean it. I go throughout all of the 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 members that are sitting in the community center uh, where they see these upgrades that have taken place. And there's a tremendous sense of pride. Some people have said, you know, I didn't want to come uh, because I felt that we weren't paying enough attention to our buildings. We weren't paying enough attention just to the upkeep. And and I, you know, you can blame the pandemic only so much. Um, but for years, I think people had just given up and they'd they'd resigned themselves to the fact that, well, we're not really making that much money, and and you know, maybe we should just uh, sell everything and move on. Well, um, you know, we had a great manager before in Nick Baratanos. Uh, I've known Nick for fifty years. He's a great guy and did a wonderful job. But I think he got tired. Uh, at least that's what he told me. And 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 I I saw how hard he worked, and he was really a hard worker. Um, but sometimes you you need a change. And I brought Tassoliakaris in after looking at at a, a few different candidates. Our our uh, the number of people that are booking is extraordinary. Weddings dances. When I became president, I sent out emails to everybody I knew uh, that was running a community. Uh, I'm actually going to the Chinatown Foundation dinner, representing the Hellenic community for the first time ever. Carol Lee's a very good friend of mine. She came to the, she's the, the chair of the Chinatown Foundation. She came to the, um, uh, to the gold plate and has committed to come to our March 25th uh, event. Um, you know, I sent letters to everybody, the Irish community, everyone, uh, the first time the Irish community ever came, brought their St. Patrick's Day event consolidated. They usually had three events, one at ours and then two others. We had 400 people there. Wow. Uh, the Croatians recently brought their Anavisi. Yes, I think I heard about that. So, so there were another 400 people. So, so you, you, you want, you want the community members to know that there's a sense of pride in what we do and that becomes infectious and, and that's why they come back. We've had lots of people, uh, come back from, from an absence of almost 10 years and take up memberships. So. You know, we we're we're trying our best. It's not going to happen in a year and maybe two years, but maybe in four or five. Hopefully, the community will look dramatically different, and and I'm convinced that we'll be getting some money from the government, 
and we'll have to sit down as a community and and see what kind of conditions the government puts on that. I'd like to see some seismic upgrades of the church and of the community center. No major development. Um, and then some cosmetic changes so that we can go out and get a better quality of, of uh, you know, tenant, for lack of a better word, or or renters. And and, um, and and build the community like that. And when people see that, they take an exceptional amount of pride in that because they say, I remember when all we had was, you know, 200 souvlakia on that grill. And we looked for the Greek food festival and the, the gold plate to carry us. Now you've got the community center driving, driving the bus. And that's pretty significant. So you got to give guys like Tasso credit and Nick previous to him, um, because, you know, these have not been easy years. And you look at what's happening in, in the industry right now. I feel very fortunate that we're doing as well as we are. There's all sorts of people that are upside down on so many deals. And I feel for them. I'm just going to take a break. Do we need a break? Do we need a, another bottle of wine? <laughs> no, there, are no, there is no wine drink. The We're cognac. Gonna, the cognac. We're take a break. We will be back here with Alex G. Sakumas in a few minutes. Ομορφιά σου δεν έχω ματάδι. Είσαι τα πάντα για μένα, για μένα. Σαν τα δυο σου μάτια δεν έχω ξαναδεί. Τα ήχια βάζω στο τέρμα για σένα. Να 
εσύ για πάντα η πατρίδα μου. Τραγουδό για σένα This is brand new. All right, George. How's this? How's this? How's this cigar, George? Alex has it. Don't worry about it. I, I have a couple of questions, Alex. Sure. Uh, since we're back on the air, and again, um, building on what you said earlier. Again, you know, I, I don't want to come across as negative, right? You said earlier how perhaps the youth or other people that we've lost are because of the fights happening at the community center and the suing and whatnot. What do you say to the people who say, "Hey, Alex"? A lot of that happened because, you know, as it was coined at the time, hey, the Gang of Four or whatever it was. The Gang of Five. The Gang of Five. Um, I think Trudeau had the other Gang of whatever it was, right? The Gang of Nine. Um, the Gang of Five. I don't mind being I don't mind being compared to the Prime Minister. <laughs> we wear different jerseys. But, you know, what do you say to the people that think, hey, your Gang of Five were the one who initiated most of that? And, and again, I'm not saying yay or nay. If you take a position for or against something, that's okay. But initiating the, the the lawyers' letters, initiating the arguments that would happen at these AGMs that might have turned people off. What would you say to them? Um, they're wrong. It's really simple. Um, when you have no five-year plan, when you've made statements you can't back up, and my charity is on display, when you've followed people to private meetings when you've uh, spoken ill of them to the point where your statements are actionable, when you've attacked their families, when you've attacked their integrity, why would somebody do that if all it is is just a, 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 a proposal? Why, why is there a necessity for being that incredibly nasty? Um, it just doesn't make sense, right? It's like almost like I'm taking food from your table. And yet... And yet the argument was that they're doing it for the best interest of the community. It was originally a gang of four, by the way. Papa John, Laragakis, Vervilis, and Killis. And then I got a phone call from Tony Papa John. And he said, we heard what you said the other night at the meeting. This is a meeting in, I think it was 20... Uh, late 2016 and uh or 2017 i i can't i'm pretty sure it was uh 16 and uh he said we heard uh what you said and we really liked what you said uh do you want to join us and originally my reticence was that 
you know, I, I was very happy to be running my family business at the time. I just branched out on my own. Um, and, uh, I was just very busy. And when we, uh, when we decided that we were going to move forward as, as the five of us, um, you know, a business lawyer, an architect, uh, a developer, a land assembly, uh, uh, firm and, or land assembly guy, uh, which is what I do primarily, uh, and sell to developers. And, um, uh, and Pete, Pete Revillis, who, who I think started with one building and, and built, you know, a significant business for his family. Um, when, when, when that kind of talent hits the room and I I'll call the other four guys talent again, I don't, not going to toot my own horn. My my record speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. If you look around here, you'll see lots of it. And uh, when we got together, uh, we decided that we were not going to speak ill of people personally. Um, uh, don't attack the player, attack the game. Right. And it was really easy to grab a pro forma whose numbers had changed thrice in six months and rip it apart you know i have a i have a performer right here or right here that we just did um we we just did that this morning and those numbers haven't changed in the last six months we we redid it because it's a project that that we weren't sure we were going to do. And now it looks like we're probably going to do it. And, uh, you know, numbers don't change unless there, there, you know, certain variables that are uneven. Uh, their numbers changed all the time. Uh, the things they were saying were just not, not only they weren't true, they just weren't possibly true. Um, what really got to me was when we were being followed around and we got a copy of that email that was sent to um, various people at the time, you know, what people were wearing, where we met, uh, license plates of cars. Oh yeah, I can, I can show it to you. Wow. So, so when you've got people doing that and they're telling you that they're there for everybody in the community, you, you really have to wonder about, you know, either someone's mental state or or what's really going on here. I mean, why would you do that? You know, if, if, if my opinion is wrong, then show me it's wrong. That election in 2018 was was definitely a referendum on on that development. It was it was an indictment of 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 that proposal and and some would say also that that election in 2018 was very divisive as well i think there was a lot sure. of, there was a lot of individuals who or as perhaps if you're saying the group of five did not engage in in negative uh disparaging other candidates there were others who did and i think you know that right and i think um and and whether it's on both sides or not both sides engage in that where and that's i think and again being a person who was disparaged in that election, I'm not holding against anybody. I've, I've moved past it, and others haven't, and that could be the reason why 
you're seeing that gap that you're talking about earlier when it comes to, hey, we haven't brought everybody back yet. And I know we shared a story offline about what happened at, uh, recently. That could be the reason why. I don't know. Like for myself, I haven't let that discourage my spirit to do what I feel is right is to help as much as I can. But others maybe don't have that thing. Well, that's skin. because that's because the criticism of you would have been false. I've known you longer than anybody in the in the Hellenic community of Vancouver. We met when we were fifteen. You were a son, uh, sons of Pericles from Montreal. I was one from Vancouver. Uh, even though you're younger than I am, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 fair and bit. Then much better looking. Well, that that's not hard, you know. Um, so uh, God, God didn't, God didn't. Uh, didn't make me look like Brad Pitt, but he gave me a couple of noodles uh, uh, there. So you know, you you know uh, what? And uh, just uh, Alex, one thing you got to know about George: every interview that we do, every radio that we produce, he's got to mention Montreal and the island he's from. So I guess I'm still waiting to hear Naxos. So well, I I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned Montreal. Your yeah. wife is yes. smiling. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm smiling because these guys are 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 talking about the looks, and I was going to say not nah, millisecondomorphos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're biased. Um, yes, but 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 in in all seriousness, uh, to those people who were promoting that development, uh, I say this to them: um, apologize. No, no. No, apologize, because I now have in writing what was really going on, and what was really going on was really going wrong. And the community, in fact, I'll tell you, I'll name him, Rick Illich, who was who's the owner of the the Townline uh, Homes, uh, the, the developer that they had engaged. Uh, I was on the phone with him yesterday. Because we're friends. We, I'd known Rick much longer than any of these guys. I knew Rick 22 years ago. And uh, I bought a house from him in Richmond when I could ill afford it. I was not in the position I'm in today. And I was a young dad and and uh, my son wasn't even born yet and, and newly married and uh, lost my job and my very... A uh, successful dad was not happy with me, and I wasn't happy with him. Um, and it wasn't an easy time. And so Rick and I speak on a much different level uh, because I remember what it was like when his billionaire dad was not as supportive of him as he should have been. I mean, Rick's earned everything that he's done. And he said to me the other day, he goes, um, he goes, if I had continued, he said on that contract, he goes, never mind anything else. He goes, the condo market has turned so badly. I mean, that performa I just showed you is rental. It was originally condo a few years back. Um, and uh, he said it would have been an absolute shit show. Excuse my French. Can I say that? Absolutely. Um, and and he, oh right, <laughs> uh, uh, I, 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 and it just happened to come up 
because I was telling him how we had converted one deal from condo to, to rental. And back then we had said to these guys, why aren't we doing rental? Tony Papajohn mentioned it. Peter Vervillis mentioned it. Andy Laragakis did a schematic to show what it would be like. Mark Killis said, why aren't we, you know, looking at long, long term? And these guys wanted condo, demanding condo. And you could see the market was starting to dip a little bit. And you weren't sure whether it was going to even off or, you know. But in order to make money on that deal, we needed uh, to sell at $2,200 a foot. And uh, Terry Huey, uh, Concord Pacific, was getting that downtown at the time. Downtown and Arbutus are two different markets. I mentioned that during another meeting. I said, we do this for a living. Somebody stood up and said, oh, a liar. Um, you, you, the, the animosity that was coming at us was ridiculous. And all we did was use their numbers and their statements. And they didn't. They didn't wash. So, so you know, Rick said it the other day. He said, I would have never been able to deliver on that contract. And the biggest problem was that the contract showed that we were actually transferring title of all our lands, including the church. It was represented as a sales contract. So that's why I'm saying to those people that will watch this that still think it's a good idea, apologize because I fear no one except him. So when you're up to, to sell church soil, that wasn't me advocating. I saved church soil. But when somebody comes along and says they want to sell it, there's something wrong there. Wow. Do you have a few more questions? I, I mean, I have questions. <laughs> uh, Alex, no, I, no. I don't. Don't pull, you know, sort of the cleansing boxers or briefs or, you know. Well, I'm not going to go in that direction, but I will ask you. Earlier in the conversation, you mentioned that uh, your board of directors works very well together. Mm-hmm. There are conversations that your board may not be as harmonious as we may think it is, including altercation, physical altercations. Mm -hmm. And of course, I mean, physicality, I can't, uh, you know, I don't agree with. But of course, anytime you're part of a board of directors, there's always, you know, exactly. But what is what what is your that's true, but sad. What is your your leadership style when it comes to conflict within your board and how are you handling those types of altercations, if true? So uh, I can't uh, confirm nor deny uh, that a physical altercation uh, took place um, uh, for legal reasons. Uh, at the moment that I have been trying to resolve. There was a difference, a heated difference of opinion uh, between two trustees, not in the boardroom. Um, uh, I was uh, gently shoved by someone in the boardroom. 
um, before the summer break. I didn't think much of it. Um, you know, uh, not a terribly good idea to be shoving me. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm 57, but I can still move. Okay. Um, but, but I, you know, you're there, you're there for peaceful purposes and you're there for professional purposes. Exactly. And so, you know, you can get, again, you can disagree with people without being disagreeable. And I think there are a few people maybe on the board, maybe off the board that are frustrated uh, because they see what's the, the improvement in the community in one year. And they're saying to themselves, we had an opportunity to do this and we squandered it. The, the same opportunity was available to them. Um, and there was either a concentration on the church or a concentration on the community center or a concentration on, you know, whatever else it was. And, and, and again, the pandemic was a huge problem. We were in completely uncharted territory. They didn't know how to deal with, uh, a, a lot of things that were coming at them. Uh, some people thought that the pandemic was, you know, God will solve all. Uh, we don't have to worry about what mandates are coming from Victoria or Ottawa. So anyway, I, you know, you have all these opinions that that take place, but are there heated discussions uh, at the board level? Sure, there are. Um, but we recently had a majority of the board sign a code of conduct, which is the first time in the history of the community that that we've done that. I'm happy to furnish you with a copy. Um, some directors have refused to sign it. I think I know why, uh, a, a few, uh, have refused to sign it because, you know, when you're so used to acting in a certain manner, um, for years, and then, you know, somebody comes in and says, you know, this is the way we're going to comport ourselves and how we should behave as professionals. Um, that, that provides people a bit of a a bit of a wake up call. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Alex, I would love to have a copy of that code of conduct because I want to upgrade. I want to update the one that Dora had me sign. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just wanted to say that you know earlier in our conversation, you talked a lot about the youth and about uh, you know the types of. Character characters they are and what they look, they're smart. They were they're Very out there smart. in businesses. They know about respectful workplace. They know about all sorts of things that maybe in the in the communities we we haven't come around. We forgot about exactly. Thank you, George. So if we want them to join the board, I remember about you know fifteen years ago somebody asked Nico and I to join the board, and Nico said I'd rather I'd rather take my eye out with a spoon then join the yeah, board the so so in order for us to attract these kids we need to to lead in a dignified way and conduct ourselves well i <laughs> i've worked very closely with uh anna they they were in here in this boardroom uh, a couple of times um 
I've I've enjoyed meeting them. I've enjoyed meeting amazing your, children. Your your daughter and and so many other people that that are really really amazing kids and have worked really really hard. Uh, I know many of their parents and the parents that I don't know. I I've I've spent time with recently and and trying to find out what their priorities are. Um, you know, one of the duties of of the president is not just to show up at church and not just to show up at meetings and not just to say, well, here's our balance sheet. We're doing great or we're we're challenged or you actually have to be there. You have to appear in front of these folks. You have to take time away from your family and your business. And you have to say, I'm here. What what's important to you? What's your priority? And and that's the way I've tried to treat uh, the kids uh, at Anna. Um, you know, I've met a few of the altar boys, really nice boys. Um, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the camp met uh, gals, uh, Eva Salinas and Maria Greco. Uh, they've been here quite a few times with uh, Father Tim. Uh, we because of uh, for uh, tax law purposes moved Camp Met from the Hellenic community to the uh, Greek Orthodox community of East Vancouver. And there was all sorts of nonsense from one or two people on our side that said, oh, you know, Alex Sakumas is getting rid of, you know, the the youth from the community, which is complete garbage. I'm the largest donor Camp Met has ever had. I'm the largest living donor of the Hellenic community. So, you know, others want to dispute that. They can come here and have a look at the canceled checks. They're here. They're welcome anytime they'd like to come here. So I either donate directly to a contractor or I, I donate through the community, depending on the circumstances. But uh, with Camp Matt and with Goya, or with uh, Anna, and, and with uh, Goya or Y'all or any of the other youth groups, I'm always available to them because I was a member of each one of those groups. That's right. So uh, I want them to flourish. We're 100% behind them. We've provided them with money. We paid for Camp Met's uh, participation in Greek Day. Uh, we uh, wrote them a very large check earlier this year. Um Money that went directly to 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 them to the to the uh, to the other community to the east community, um, you know we we couldn't be more supportive, and and it's important uh, to be that way because you show these kids, hey, we're here, and we're here for you, and this is going to be your community. I'm 57 years old. I don't feel 57 years old. You but, look at Matthew, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, 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 I'm 57 and I look back at when I was uh 27 and when I was 17, and I think about uh my involvement in the community. And when I was in 27, I was involved in the AHEPA, when I was 17, I was involved in in um. Uh, Goya and then Anna and uh, you know there are all sorts of challenges nowadays that kids face um, one of the first events we had was excuse me a, a young uh, a, a 
uh, adults event at the community center when I think it was early December last year, or uh, yeah, it was early December, right before uh, uh, the holidays started. And, um, you know, we couldn't have been more supportive of, of the kids then. And, and the summer youth programs this year, because of Katerina Anastasiadis, a new board member, who's raised tens of millions of dollars um, of, of, of grant money uh, for other organizations. And she's helping me with the, with the provincial file. Um, uh, we had every single one of our uh, summer jobs programs accepted by the federal government. So, you know, instead of two uh, Greek kids being employed, uh, we had five. Um, and, um, it, it was, it, you know, every little bit, every step is uh, yet another improvement. Uh, for myself, well, two comment, one comment and a question for myself before I close out, you know, you, you mentioned earlier how people have a hard time paying the membership or refuse to pay membership. And I always laugh a little bit about it because when you look at our brothers, <clears throat> our Orthodox brothers in the U S they're usually paying about $2,000 per family there. to be a member of a community or a member of a church. And, you know, whereas certain things in the city, people are, if you're a landowner or an apartment building owner, you're happy that the rents are going up because it means more money to be able to pay for things, but they still want to pay the 1950 prices when it comes to memberships or things that they're purchasing, which is always um, babbles my mind. But my last question is, you know, given everything that you've done, when future generations look back at your presidency, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to be remembered as? Uh, I I probably hope that they said that I uh, re-established the importance of having youth involved in the community. That φέραμε μια σειρά στην κοινότητα. Δεν είχαμε σειρά πριν. Ήταν τόσα πολλά που ήταν σκορπισμένα. And 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 that a, a, an order was brought to the 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 business of of the community, and that we supported the church first. That's very important to me. Um, you know, I'd I'd have to give that a little more thought. I'm not, you know, I'm a year away from from possibly going. Uh, and not running again. And, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I may or I may not. I haven't really decided, but, but I, 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 those three things, bringing, uh, the, the youth back, um, bringing some order to the community and, and providing, uh, kindness, uh, to the community, right? It's counterintuitive to me because of what I do for a living and how I've lived my life. But, you know, when you've got a guy that you're expecting is not going to be, you know, uh, you're expecting he's going to be gruff or something, and he's smiling at you and he's saying to you, come on in, you know, the water's warm, the community is 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 a is a safe place for you. Yeah. You know, it takes time for them to to trust, right? And because of all of the things that happened in the last how many years, um, it, it's been tough. But you know, I'm lucky. I have good advisors. I speak regularly with Angelo Pappas and Angelo Grafos and Sam Simulis 
and uh, uh, George Bonas. And I run into some of my favorite people ever, like um, Manoli Papasakis, who I saw <laughs> who I saw recently. People thought we were probably in love, where there's <laughs> hugging, hugging and kissing, and you know, and uh, you know, uh, people saying, "Hey, listen, um, you know, uh, hang in there. That uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Your board, your boys, your board's doing very well." So, Alex, as much as I would love for you to stay, because I think you're doing a great job. Uh, do you see potential successors that you can uh, that you think can step in and run the community uh, as good or better? Yeah, I I I uh, think about people like Angelo Sidoru, uh, uh, Katerina Anastasiades, um, oh, Angelo's second vice president. Uh, Katerina is uh, is a director. I think about. Uh, you know, uh, Marino Anagnostopoulos, who's my first vice president. Um, uh, there, there are people that I think would make really good leaders, future leaders of the, of the community. And I, I think being, being president of the community isn't just about Tuzlikusu. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you should be there for everybody. Even the people who will see this interview and say, Oh my God, I, you know, I hate Alex. Well, I'm your president and, and I feel a responsibility to you the same way I feel a responsibility to the people who see me every week and say, please don't leave. You know, we've never had anybody speak to us this way. We've never had anybody demonstrate this kind of kindness. So, um, you know, those are the people I I look to and think, you know, future li- George. Uh, I was just I was waiting to hear George's name. George 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 ran a national organization and probably was one of the best presidents the Ahapa had in Canada. Um, but you know, for the same reason that a lot of people, some people that know that I was the district governor of the Ahapa for many years and president of the Ahapa. Um, George will have a hard time convincing those people. There are still crazy people who think the Ahapa is devil ver- worshippers, and and you know. And it was funny because I I was talking to somebody in the in the hallway in the atrium of the of the the Hellenic Community Center. I shouldn't say atrium because people get confused with a church, but in the at in the, in the the lobby of the Hellenic Community Center are are two. We've we've put them back up. They're two uh, um, framed um, uh, framed uh, uh, pictures of the presidents of the the community. We've got a thing going on here, um, and, uh, and 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 I'm going to have to learn how to work that next time where I'm on. Got, Just I've to got, let you know, Alex, I've got a screen flashing at me again. Yes, yeah. it's so because we have. But but, f- but very quick. But very quickly, yeah. I went through the list of presidents with this person. Sixty three percent, sixty eight percent of those people, uh, of those presidents, were members of the Ahepa. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it was fifty two or fifty three percent were members of the Masonic Lodge. Hmm. So when you look at that, 
and you say to yourself, okay, if these people were so horrible, why is it that that they were so supportive of the church, uh, starting from you know the 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 nine, late nineteen twenties to today? I mean, it's a whole different other conversation. And yeah. you know what, Alex, right. George, and I were witness to somebody bringing that up recently. Do you remember George on West Broadway? Remind and me. pardon, remind me uh, outside of uh, a restaurant on about, about no about a, no a happens and devil worshiping and all that masonics. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And George put him in his place and he backtracked. George, you can tell Alex off the air. I'll tell Alex off the air. That's yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Recently, two weeks, two months ago, two months ago. Yeah. So basically, I and I think I I told him I just became an a happen. I go, I don't care. I had to give blood and, and, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the vial of blood is currently around George's, George's, uh, George's neck, hanging around George's neck is Nico's vial of blood. When they ran the donkey out of the room, were you in or out? You know, sort of, you know, you know what? It's, it's once, you know, and that's one thing about any type of people and groups, you know, if we just were to help each other and stop freaking making you know rumors spreading rumors and just help each other we would be so much ahead yeah yeah so much uh, ahead it's pretty it's pretty challenging to keep up with the uh with the rumors uh you know the priest is leaving the president is resigning uh so-and-so's lost weight they must have cancer Mm -hmm. um you know i've heard it all in the last little while and the priest isn't leaving i have no reason to resign uh, if anything, people should be happy. With, with <laughs> and we haven't lost weight. <laughs> well, well, well. I, I, I can tell you, as someone who, who has, uh, you know, needed to lose weight over the years, I, I recently lost seventeen pounds, and, uh, and that was an accusation somebody came up to me with. Wow. Yeah, in the kitchen of the community. Oh, I'm uh, terrible. I heard you have cancer. Isn't it funny? You, you don't need scales in Greece, and I don't. I just want to be clear. But yeah. Don't. You don't need scales among Greeks. If you gain weight, pachiness. They tell yeah. you. If you lost weight, says. Yeah, and let me tell you, this is this is from people who very clearly do not have a mirror in their home. So, uh, you know. Oh, yes. Yep. Well, everybody, um, Alex, I would like to thank you for being on the Dora Pozaki show today. And we are so happy to finally have you on and ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> you know, some, of them, some of them were quite quite uh, challenging, but uh, we t- we try our best. This, I, is a, this is a format I'm used to. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna close off with a light question. Uh, you know, a fluffy question. You know, out there on the world of, of social media, if you're on, I, I have never seen you on social media, but if you go on the internet, you'll see you know uh, some funny memes about expectations versus reality. So I wanted to ask you. When now that you've been in the role of president for almost a year, what was the expectation and what is the reality? Wow. That wasn't a fluff. Fluff question. <laughs> that's a, and that's that's what you close with. Okay. I need to provide you training. There needs to be training, right? That is not a question. That's a, it's sort of mid-interview when you see things might be dying. You know, the guy's almost as the guy's almost asleep. What was your question again? Yeah. Um, 
my expectations were always exceed were have always been exceeded from the moment I became president by the members. I love our members. They're really good people. And and they care very deeply about this community and they care very deeply about the church first. Um they 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 love uh being members and and they're excited about our future because they see that a board of directors is making an effort. And you're always going to have uh, difficulties. You're always going to have differences of opinion with people. But, you know, uh, those can be uh, uh, assaged uh, and massaged uh, into uh, a an, an agreement, a detente at the very least, um, with understanding and, again, with kindness. And, you know, by no means am I not uh, a, a firm decision maker. And I give easily as good as I get, but because uh, there has to be an order. But where I where I am really heartened and and my expectations have have been exceeded is by the kindness that I get back uh, and oftentimes is initiated by by various members of the community and it's you know uh, uh, the ladies of the uh, philoptochos for example there's some of my favorite people in the in the whole community and and the youth groups and and the the guys down at the seniors um who i love they're they're all really really good people and and they've exceeded uh my expectations anyway now again i let others judge as to how i've done but i hope i've I've exceeded others' expectations. I always hear from from there's one member of my board who always says, Brodre, aku skolia. You know, um, and my response to that has always been, uh, come to a meeting and tell me that. No, 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 no. Well, okay, then there's nothing to talk about. You so know, I so can't, I yeah. can't stop people from saying crazy things or it's, spreading rumors. It's gonna happen, makes you relevant. Uh, but keeps you relevant. But keeps you. But most importantly, Alex, my final question is: Out of the three of us, which one's your favorite? <laughs> you. Yes. You, buddy. <laughs> I'm just joking. My I'm trying. Love affair with the Papadakis family is well known. That was the best question I've been asked in the last hour and a half. <laughs> there you go. And you that know what? made the entire interview. I hope you 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 go to. To, to, to tape, put this tape in the can and publish it. Absolutely, you know? and absolutely, you so absolutely. Ticalo, ticalo, ticalo. And we go, we go back a long ways. Long way. Penticton traveling, finding old pictures of you. No, you I know what? I do, you know what's really funny is that uh, my neither of my parents are Cretan. And, uh, but a guy who supported me like he was my second dad, uh, Bill Terzakis is mm -hmm. Cretan. And when I lived in Richmond, uh, for many years, I, I was struggling. And I talk about this, uh, all the time when I speak to, you know, uh, anti gang groups and, and other places. And Bill saved my life. And, uh, I just feel so connected to the Cretan people. Um, even though, you know, my mom is from uh, uh, Thessalia and my dad is from Rumani. But uh, the Cretans have a have a, 
a controlled uh, chaos a little bit about them. And I and I and I and I and I love that. And I and I absolutely love that because they're such a passionate people. And and I think people with passion do very very yeah. well. And those Naxians too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those from Naxos, you know. So. Dora, we got what? We got well, less than a minute. Nico. Yes. Nico, you, yes. Uh, part of the interviewing process, you need to learn when we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up oh, now, I, honey. Oh, yeah. Here, here's who's <laughs> providing <laughs> instructions. Code of conduct is right there. Yeah. Here's who's providing instructions. You know, Nick, I'm going to let you write the code of conduct in your Yes. Because, you know, it's, it's being written right now. Yeah. Dora, Dora, do you yeah. want me to log on again? You may, you may need to make some revisions. Well, there's going to be a lot of revisions. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to Thanks it. Thanks to you, bud. Thank okay. you, guys. Alex, Thank you, Alex, so good much. to see you. Thank you. Pleasure. The title of the book is "The Και ποτά έχω στριμώξει τόσους μήνες Σε αποθήκες και βιτρίνες Μες του μυαλού μου τα σβηστά Μα αναμνήσεις είναι αυτές και με θορύβους Με τρομάζουν, το όνομά σου μου φωνάζουν Και με φορτώνουν ενοχές Είναι αργά, πολύ αργά Αρθώ σκιά στα σκοτεινά και να σ' ανάψω μια συγγνώμη Είναι αργά, αργά για μας σε άλλο όμο ακουπάς Αγράφη νόμη, η νόμη της κάθε καρδιάς Ποιος σου φτιάχνει τη μέρα με μια καλή μέρα Σ' αγγίζεις το πρόσωπο και βλέπει φως Ποιος εκεί ξενυχτάει, κρυφά σε κοιτάει Σ' κλείνει στα βλέφαρα, ποιος τυχερός Ποιος σου φτιάχνει τη μέρα με μια καλή μέρα Κρατιέται στο βλέμμα σου σαν ναυαγός Ποιος του δρόμου τη μέση, σε πιάνει απ' τη μέση Ποιος τυχερός, ποιος μου πήρε τη θέση Ποιος τυχερός Με καταδιώκεις βουητός την πόλη που έχεις χάσει Με έχεις κρυφά εξουσιάσει Με τη σιωπή σου την ηχό Απόψε πόνος ιερός για το σαλάθι αν μαγιάσει Θα καταλήξει σε μια φράση Πως όποιος έχει τυχερός Είναι αργά, πολύ αργά Να έρθω σκιά στα σκοτεινά Και να σ' ανάψω μια συγγνώμη Είναι αργά, αργά για μας σε άλλο μου ακούπας Αγράφει νόμοι, οι νόμοι της 
κάθε καρδιά. Ποιο σου φτιάχνει τη μέρα με μια καλή μέρα. Σαγγίζει το πρόσωπο και βλέπει φω. Ποιο εκεί ξενυχτάει, κρυφά σε κοιτάει. Σαγγίνει τα βλέφαρα, ποιο τυχερό. Ποιο σου φτιάχνει τη μέρα με μια καλή μέρα. Κρατιέται στο βλέμμα σου σαν αβαγό. Ποιο του δρόμου τη μέση σε βγάλει από τη μέση. Ποιο τυχερό, ποιο μου πήρε τη θέση. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our interview with uh, Alex G. We had our highs, we had our lows, we had our, in, we had our in-betweens. We're still friends. We hugged it out in the end. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that we could take from any of these things is that, you know, we work better when we work better together. Right. I think, you know, the more we can do and the more we can work this together, letting bygones be bygones. If people can do that, great. Um, I know it's hard, but that's, <laughs> that's what we should do for the for the greater good of the community. <sighs> Agreed. Okay, let's go on to community news. Um, we have today is what? Today is November, early November. So we are going straight all the way to the 18th. I don't have anything on my calendar until the 18th. Of, of no, November. there's a, no, there's a, oh no, it's going to be too late for this Sunday's uh, memorial service. Yeah, no, it's already, it shows Memo- airing in the evening. Mm. We have the Cretan Association dance with live music with Manolis Codaro straight from Crete. They also have a chef coming in from Crete with traditional Cretan food, family style. Tickets are $100 per person, $120 if you'd like the front row, uh, $60 for children. Um, don't miss it. It's going to be a great evening. And you can contact us here on the show for tickets and we'll redirect you to the president who can help you with your tickets. And how much of the back row? The back row? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, how was the, the Fados? Um, uh, oh, the Fados lecture was wonderful. It was so interesting. Um, Hector Williams had uh, did the lecture, who is always so interesting and has so much... Um, what do you call it? Knowledge behind all these these things, and I was a little bit upset he didn't talk more about some yotikokrasi, <laughs> but it's okay. He is a professor of antiquities, so he did focus mostly mostly on ancient times and not on the latest uh, fifty years. But I I really wanted to add in because in the beginning he did say how um. Greek wine in antiquity, even back in antiquity, was exported to France, right? And I have people in Samos have a big beef with that because uh, freighters come into the Samos port and hook up to where the Enosi is. The Enosi is the um, where they make the wine, and they load up the freighters, and it goes back to France, even to this day. So you could uh-huh. have just bought an amazing bottle of French wine, and part of it is uh, Samyotico Crassi. 
And the interesting thing is that I decided to Google it after his lecture because I thought it was, it just came to mind. And I did find the stats that uh, Samos produces 9 million liters of wine per year. Wow. And over half of that is exported to France. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is true. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. So. Anyways, the lecture itself was excellent. Uh, there was wine tasting in the end. Uh, Kefi Entertainment, along with uh, Kolonaki Group, had donated some amazing wines. So we got to to taste wines from all over Greece, and it was an excellent event. So I'm looking forward to the next Fados lecture, whatever that's going to be. And after at the end of this month, I just wanted to mention that um, we have two events on the 25th of November. One of them is the Mini Makers Holiday Market that is happening from one o'clock to five o'clock at the Hellenic Community of Vancouver. If you want to start your holiday shopping, that's um, the place to start. And (laughs) sorry. Sorry, I thought you said something. And then uh, A Night with the Greeks is happening uh, on the 25th. Anna presents it. It is Met Youth putting on a pub night at Simpatico Restaurant at 2222 West 4th Avenue. It is the 25th, starting at 8 p.m. until late. There's going to be a live DJ. It's $25 per person for tickets. Please email Met Youth Vancouver Enna. Met Youth Vancouver Enna at gmail.com. Is that uh, for people under the age of 25? Are they restricting ages again? Well, I'm going to tell you something, George, and I'm really disappointed. And I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm glad that you mentioned that. So on Anna's post, I commented and I said, can't wait. And my post was removed. My, <laughs> my comment was removed. Yeah, and I, and I contacted one of the organizers and I said, I'm sorry, but did you guys delete my comment? And they said that they didn't want people getting the wrong idea and thinking that parents were invited. Wow. <laughs> right. Who do they think pays for it? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> They're not working. They're in school. Exactly. So I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Now, the event is 19 plus, uh, but plus. I do. I think the plus goes up to about 30. <laughs> so. Taco Lopez. Lopez. So anyways, you know yeah, we're not invited. There's like cat met calls a HEPA for a donation. I'm just, I'm sorry. Our donations are only for 30 year olds and above. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you exclude us from? Oh, yeah. And then my daughter had had the audacity to tell me, oh, if you want to be the bouncer that night, we could have you as the bouncer. As I'm going to come, I'm going to work. I'm like, no, no, thanks. You can work. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys have a successful event without me. Really successful. (laughs) Okay. Thanks everyone for joining us again. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're going to have more in the coming weeks. We know that um, you really do rely on us for your community news and for your laughter all week long. So we're here for you for that. And we're trying our best to make sure that you're informed and that perhaps you see a different opinion of people and and different 
point of view of Nico, myself, especially myself, and Dara. Well, have a great week. Adia. Yajara. Vale tipo día que se axume mi azada.